Well, welcome everybody. So glad that you're here. Uh, my name is Steve Childs. I'm the senior pastor at Chartel Church of God here in Oklahoma City. And this is my weekly devotional called uh, Straight from the Heart. And uh, this is my first one of 2021. And just excited to kick off this new year and to get back at this. We took a little break over the holidays and excited now to begin these each Wednesday at noon, uh, kind of sharing with you some of the things that God lays on my heart, whether it be from the daily devotionals that I'm writing or whether it be through some of the stuff that I'm preaching. Um, I try to take a piece of that that I'd just like to unpack a little further and use Wednesdays just to unpack that with you. So thank you as you are coming on board uh, today. Uh, put your name in the, in the comments here just so I know who's jumping on board. Uh, love to connect with both my folks here in Oklahoma City as well as my friends across country. So uh, let me know that you're joining in today. Glad to have you. Glad to have you here. I want to say Happy New Year. Ready to kick this new year off and get it done right. Couple of things I want to I want to mention before I jump into um, the topic that I want to start with today. Um, for many of you uh, who are in ministry, you'll know the name Darren Early. Uh, Darren, a young man uh, that uh, part of our Fresh Start Church here in Oklahoma City and Moore, Oklahoma, uh, that passed away uh, not very long ago from complications from the COVID. Um, uh, virus and uh, just such a tragedy 47 years old uh, young man with three kids and that memorial service is going to be 10 o'clock this Saturday uh, which will be January the 16th at the Fresh Start Church in Moore 10 a.m. they are going to live stream that for those of you who would like to watch but can't be there um, and they are going to live you can go to uh, the Facebook page for Fresh Start Church Fresh Start okay and um, you can watch that there if you have any questions about that feel free to give me a call but that's our contact but that's uh, 10 o'clock this coming Saturday uh, another thing I want to mention to you um, that we're really excited about here um, is we have purchased a membership uh, to Right Now Media, and we are able to make available to uh, our church members here in Oklahoma City and all of you who follow us online uh, from across the country or around the world, uh, if you follow us and consider us as a part of your extended life, you are more than welcome to join in that uh, under our umbrella. Right Now Media is a Christian um, video uh, organization has over 20,000 videos in their video library everything from Bible studies that you can do personally uh, studies for you and your marriage uh, things to watch for your family and thousands and thousands of videos for kids and uh, you can go to our uh, church Facebook page um, at chartelchurch.org if you track with our ministries here either on like this Wednesday devotional or on our Sunday thing our Sunday services that we do uh, you're more than welcome to come in under our umbrella to access that for you and your family and um, again you can go to our Facebook page follow the steps there and that'll sign you up and it's absolutely free uh, to you uh, because you're under our umbrella and it's we've just been so excited to see uh, how many people are already using that in our church uh, making great stuff available to, to them and to their family so I uh, hope that you will take advantage of that and again if you have any questions or any problems signing up or getting getting on with that uh, please contact us here at the office and I would encourage you I know that there are some pastors that uh, track uh, on this devotional from time to time and I want to encourage you if you have not um, purchased right now media for your church 
church, we should really ought to consider it. It's just such a great way for your people to be able to grow in their faith. And every year we try to challenge our people to take a step forward in their walk with God and accessing these videos and um, really being able to target maybe particular areas of growth that you want to grow in or Bibles, uh, books of the Bible that you want to study taught by some of the best teachers around the world. This is just really great stuff. So anyway, can't say enough about that. Have any questions, you can email me or contact me and be happy to talk more with you about that. Okay, let's, let's jump to it. When, um, when I started thinking about how to kick off the new year, um, one of the things I, I kept thinking about were how many people I talked to that said, man, they wanted 2021 to be different. And, um, you know, 2020 was just such a crazy year with the pandemic and all the stuff that went on with it. And everybody is looking forward to something being different in this next year. Um, the problem is, you know, we can't do anything about the stuff that goes on around us, but we can take charge of the things that go on within us and how we respond to the things around us. Um, so when I kicked off this new year in my daily devotionals that I write, um, I started the first week <clears throat> by focusing on the word new. Each week this year, um, I'm selecting a word and finding verses from scripture that really kind of unpack that word to apply to our life. And I wrote during the January 1st through 7th, I wrote about this idea of things being new. And, um, and it's led me to several conversations with people who have just talked about, man, I just, I want my life to be different. I want my marriage to be different. I, I want my walk with God to be different. I, I want, I want to, you know, really um, take hold of things. And, and I thought, you know, that's just a great topic for us to talk about. One of the frustrations that I, I know that many people have is that each each year when we get to the new year uh, we will make resolutions um, and we'll have goals that we think that we want to achieve and 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 then very quickly it seems like those things fade and we go right back to the ways that we used to do things and I, I thought maybe maybe the best way to start in this new year would be just to talk a little bit about how do we really become the person that we really feel like God wants us to become? How do we become the person that we really want to be? How does change happen? How can we be the new us, you know, that we really want to take hold of? And uh, so that's what I want to talk about. I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to talk about the, the, the overall title for this uh, session that I'm going to do. And I'm going to probably break this into maybe three uh, sessions talking about this because I can't, I can't give enough time in just one setting to it. But I, I want to, I want to talk about seven steps to a new you. Okay. Seven steps to a new you. So I want you to think about, just think about with me, let your mind just kind of wander for a second about if you could, if you could design the new you for this year, what would that look like for a second? You know, what would that look like? What would be different about you? What are some things that you really would like to change? Are you ready? Let me, let me talk about that first. First, I want to just open just talking about this idea of change and when do we really 
change. When do we really change? Well, I, th I thought of several things. Let me give them to you. And as always, if, if you're listening to this or watching this, uh, I have notes on everything I'm saying. And if you want copies of that, you can feel free to put that in the message and I'll send it to you through Facebook or you can email me and I'll be happy to send you my notes and you can take a look at those later and all that kind of stuff. But let me, let me walk you through five thoughts that I had about when do we really change? You ready? One of the things is that I think that is true for most of us is we change when we're forced to change. You know, we change when we're forced to change. Um, come on, let's, let's be honest. You know, when do we really get serious about our health? It's when we sit down in that doctor's office and the doctor says, if you don't change, you're going to die. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I really better uh, lose weight or I guess I really better get this body moving and, and get some exercise or I, you know, really better quit smoking or quit drinking or what, you know, whatever it is. You know, when, 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 we're, when we hit that wall, um, when we find out, you know, we, maybe we've got uh, something that's interrupting our relationships and the person that we're in love with says, if you don't stop, if you don't change, I'm out of here. Um, or if we, you know, in fear of losing our job, if we've got habits or you know mindsets that are you know really interfering with the way we work and so, you know the boss says hey if this doesn't change you're gonna lose your job you know when when we hit that pivotal point that's the place where most people really begin to change and it's a shame that it takes that but sometimes that's how it happens we, we change when when we're forced to change we change when we've had a divine revelation to change we change when we have a divine revelation to change. Have you ever had a moment of just incredible clarity when you know God was speaking to you about something in your life that had to become different? Um, I've had a number of people I could share with you a lot of different testimonies of, of people that I have talked to who, who came to these just real divine encounters where they heard God very clearly about uh, for a couple of different people I know that talked to me who were addicts. And they were talking about just hearing with great clarity God saying, you know, if one guy, I remember his words, he said, God said, if you don't stop it, I'm going to have to let you go. And he realized that, you know, if, if, if he didn't, God, God couldn't help him until he was really ready to help himself. And um, uh, I, I just think about different, different people have had those conversations with. I think of the Apostle Paul, um, you know, who was, you know, and, and one of the ones who persecuted the church. And then Jesus showed up in this, you know, a magical way and, uh, you know, blinds him, knocks him off the horse and said, you know, Paul, why are you persecuting me? And it was that divine revelation, you know, that caused Paul, you know, to change. And, and sometimes we have that, that incredible moment with God where he, you know, he, he forces us to look in a mirror and see ourselves and sometimes we have the divine revelation and, and then we change sometimes we change when we find something worth changing for sometimes we change when we find something worth changing for I I mentioned I wrote in a devotional the other day I'm talking I'm talking about uh, choosing and uh, I, I was writing a devotional about a young man named Brandon that I met some years ago who had lost 25 pounds or so, and he was talking about his new health habits and all of that, and when I was congratulating, telling him how proud I was of him and, and the, the work that he was doing, it was so funny because he said, I'm not doing it for me, I'm doing it for my son. 
He said, I find that I don't have energy to play with my son, and I want to be able to play with my son. He said, I'm, I realize that if I stay on this track, I'm not going to live long enough to watch my son grow up and be a man, and I want to watch my son grow up and be a man. And it was like all of a sudden the light came on for Brandon. He said, you know, I've got something worth changing for, and I'm going to do that. Um, and, and that's those so moments when, again, we find something that either God gives us or we discover in our life, and that's worth, that's worth changing for. There's a fourth one, and some of you can relate to this. We change when we get sick of ourselves enough. When we get sick of ourselves enough. Um, you know, I, I, think of the, I think of the story of the prodigal son and who, you know, received his inheritance from his father, you know, blew it all in wild living, and then, you know, ended up in a pigsty. And, you know, what Wanda, my wife, describes as a mirror experience where he's looking in this mud puddle, and the Bible says, and he came to his senses. And sometimes when we, when we get that picture of ourselves and we are just sick, we're sick of being the way we are. We're sick of having the attitude we have. We're, we're sick of being lazy or we're, we're, we're sick of being angry or we're, we're, we're sick of being depressed or what, you know, whatever it is. Sometimes we just hit that pivotal point that we just get so sick of ourselves, we've got to change. And sometimes that's what helps us turn the corner. But let me give you one more. And I think this is the change that comes from wisdom. Uh, and that's it. We change when we decide we want it, when we strategically plan for it, and then follow through with that plan. Let me read that again to you. We change when we decide we want it, when we then strategically plan for it, and then follow through on that plan. Now, each of those are really important. Um, at some point, you know, we, when we look at our lives, if I were to ask you the question today, how do you want to change in your relationship with God? How do you want to change in your relationship with your spouse or your kids? How do you want to change as an individual, whether it be personally, physically, uh, you know, in terms of relationally or spiritually? How do you want to change? When we get a picture of it, we say, you know what, that's what I really want. Sometimes we've got to come to that place. I want to decide to do that. But often, that's as far as we go. So, you know, I really want to be different. But so what? You know, if you don't do anything about that, if you don't take that any further, then you're just going to keep cycling. And that's the old adage. You know, that's why we get so frustrated year after year, because we, can, we, 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 we think we know where we want to go and what we want to become. But then we go right back to doing the same things the same way. And again, if you always do what you've always done, you always get what you always got. And so, we, again, we, we have to decide we want to change, but then we've got to strategically plan for it. Um, uh, if, uh, there's an old adage that says, a failure to plan is a plan to fail. And that's very true. In other words, it takes more than just deciding. We've got to say, okay, so how would this really happen? And create some steps that it's going to take to really put that into place. But then the third piece comes into play. You can't just have a plan. You've got to work that plan. You can't just have a plan. You've got to work that plan. I always remember a friend of mine, again, who, who wanted to, and needed to lose a lot of weight. And uh, he, he's talking about, I'm, you know, this is going to be the year. I'm going to lose weight. And he told me he bought a, he bought a membership to a gym. And I, I said, you know, you do understand that you don't lose weight because you have a membership to a gym. 
you will lose weight if you actually use that membership to a gym. In other words, having a plan, I'm, I've got a gym membership, that's wonderful, but you actually have to work that plan. If you don't work that plan, then that plan is just information. It's not transformation, and that's what we want, okay? All right, well, I wanna, I wanna talk uh, today, maybe the next couple weeks, I, I, wanna, I wanna walk you through some thoughts I had about seven steps to a new you. And uh, today I just want to give you, I'm just going to give you the first one today and then next week I'll pick it up and we'll talk about a couple more. You ready? Step number one on seven steps to a new you. Step one is this. Ask the question, what do I sense God is up to in me? Let me say that again. Step one is this. What do I sense God is up to? in me. Now, why I want to begin there is this. There is no one who loves you more than God. There is no one who believes in you more than your heavenly father. And there is no one who wants you to change more than the God who made you. God has this incredible image of the you that he knows you can be. And so before we even begin to talk about or think about how I want to change or how somebody else, I want to know this. What is God up to in me? In other words, take a moment and just kind of think with me over the last few weeks or months of your life. Where have you felt the nudge of God? Where have you felt God leaning on you? Where have you felt God elbowing you a bit going, you need to pay attention to this? What are the things that you sense God is up to? Have you, have you heard him talking to you about your daily walk with him? Have you heard him talking to you about some, some attitudes that you're holding on to or some grudges that you're holding on to or some behaviors that you know really aren't pleasing to him? Have you heard him talking to you about some relationships in, in your life or, or these kinds of things? In other words, if, if I really want deep change, not just surface change, but if I really want deep change in my life, where I want to begin is asking that question, what is my really sense God up to? Um, there's a, a, a passage of scripture from Isaiah 43, 19, where the Lord was speaking and he says, look, I am about to do a new thing. Now it sprouts. Do you not perceive it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. Now, once you hear that part of that again, look, I am about to do a new thing. One of the things we know about God is that God is a creator. And here's the deal. Don't miss this. He never stops creating. He never stops creating. The God who created the universe, and as we know it, in those first six days, and then took a day to enjoy it, has continued his creative work every day. And every single day that you're awake and alive and on this earth, God is about the process of working in your life. And he is constantly not just wanting you to be as you are, but he is constantly wanting to, to recreate and, and renew and redevelop all that you are. I love the passage of scripture uh, from Philippians 1.6 
where Paul said, And I am certain that God, who began the good work in you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. Listen to that again. I am certain that God, who began the, the work in you, will continue that work until it's finally finished on the day when Jesus returns. What's Paul saying? Paul's saying, you know, God didn't just begin something in you. You know, we love that, that passage from 2 Corinthians 5, 7, which says, you know, uh, behold, if any man be in Christ, he is, a, he is a brand new creation. The old is gone, and behold, all things become new. And God does, puts his spirit in us. But that's only the beginning. God continues that creative work within us day after day after day. And when, when will God stop creating in me? When will God stop shaping me? When will God stop making me into his image? Paul says, you know when he'll do it? On the day Christ returns. Until then, God will continue that work in your life. Here's the second piece. And I, I caught this the other day when I was reading this passage and I, I thought it was so cool from Isaiah 43. And he says, the Lord says, Behold, I am about to do a new thing. And now it sprouts. Do you not perceive it? Indeed, listen to this. I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. In other words, God wants to do some new things in us. But you heard what he said. I'm going to make a way in the wilderness and I want to do rivers in the desert. Now, why that's so important is sometimes God wants to work in places that we really haven't thought about. And God wants to work in ways that we really wouldn't have imagined. In other words, why it's so important to ask the question, you know, what do I sense God is up to in me? Is because sometimes I live in this surface life and I want to change this about me or I want to change that about me. But sometimes God wants to reach into those wilderness places that we're ignoring and saying, you know what? I want to do something new. I want to construct a road in that wilderness. I want to make something good out of a part of your life that has been barren. Now, I want to go to those desert places in your life where you're really dry. And I want to bring life to some places that are dead in you. I'll bet if we really leaned into God at the beginning of this new year and sought him diligently for what he was up to, I'll bet God would show us some places and things about our life that would absolutely blow us away. What God wants to do in 2021, what God wants to do this year, is infinitely more important than what we want to happen or what anyone else wants to happen. Sometimes God works in the most unexpected and difficult places and in the most unexpected and surprising ways. I'm going to end with that today. And what I'd like you to do before we continue in these next steps beginning next week is I want you to just give some thought and prayer to this. God, what are you up to in me? If you could have your full way in my life, what is it that you would want to do? What is it that you would want to heal? What is it that you would want to change? What is it that you would want to remake. Maybe God will show us some wilderness places and some desert places that we weren't even aware of. Let me pray for us. Father, today, um, I just thank you so much for
this chance just to share my heart and to share with these, Lord, who are watching. I, I thank you, Lord. I just bless you for each and every person who is just diligent enough about their walk with you and open enough to let you speak into their heart, to take the time to set aside this time at noon or to watch this video later and, and to use it as a way of allowing you to speak into their lives. Lord, almost all of us, if we were asked the question, would say, we don't want this year to be like last year. And though we can't do anything about the pandemic, we know there will be new other things on the horizons. There will be other circumstances of life that we will have to contend with. And though we can't do anything about that, with your help, Lord, we can do a lot about us. And so today, Lord, in this place where we began, we, we want to hear from you. Lord, I pray for each person who's listening and watching that you would begin to nudge them, that you would begin to show them, that you would begin to spring up in their lives some of those places that you want to touch, some of those places that you want to heal, some of those places that you want to restore, some of those places that you want to rebuild, some of those places, God, that you want to change. I wonder how different our lives could really be if we would let you have your full and complete way in us. That's our prayer today, God. Lord, we love you so much. We bless your holy name today. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you guys so much for being with me again. Um, I'll make the notes available to anybody who wants them. You can just uh, comment on them or let me, let me know. Again, if you're watching this, even if you're watching this later, stick your name in the comment section. Say hi. Just let me know that you're tracking along with me. I love you guys so much. If there's any way that I can help you along the way on the journey, uh, please let me know. And uh, I will talk to you again. Hey, pray for me. I'm going to be having... Uh, uh, meniscus repaired on my left knee next Tuesday. Uh, that should be a, a pretty quick and easy surgery. So my plan is to still, um, I'll shoot this video from home uh, next Wednesday, but I plan on being here and uh, hope to see you and we'll continue with step two on seven steps to a new you. I love you guys. Happy 2021. I'll see you soon.